0: Have you guys seen that um, – there's a video kind of floating around on Facebook. It's uh, um, this company – this brewing company. No. Saltwater Brewing. I've heard of them. You saw this?
1: I haven't seen it. I heard. I heard So they
0: made – Nicole was telling me about this. They made um, uh, biodegradable – not biodegradable. Edible oh. uh, six-pack rings yeah the, yes. the plastic ring things but that they're made out of the leftovers from the brewing process oh so like yes. the barley and and all that stuff and they use that you, you haven't
1: seen that oh no i, I have now I, I didn't know what you were talking about before that's that's what i was talking about before all right Thank you. That's I thought it
2: was cool. the one thing you know, Adam didn't see on the internet for once. I, well, first. nope. Sorry, uh, no.
1: Sorry, disappointment. Can me. you just yeah. play along for once? Right? Can you just <laughs> act like you haven't seen it? Jesus.
0: Yeah, can I? Can I just bring something? Can we bring something to the table? Yeah. That you you have
1: bring it? so
2: much to the table. Well, out. Adam, well, since well, thank you, That's you are the new yeah. master of the internet. Apparently, new. Hmm. Uh, he's always who, who was. <laughs> I was. Oh. Because uh. I got some dank memes. <laughs> That's right. You got all the memes. Before everybody
0: else. You right. Well, I was gonna say, next oh. episode we should try to find Saltwater Brewing Company and contribute toward the cause. All right,
1: all right. Can we try to eat it? Yes, yes. yes. Let's try, can, to try to eat it. <laughs> try to eat it. I'm, not eating
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to eat it mm. live on the podcast.
2: All right, but uh, let's focus on this. You're week. right. We have a beer. Mark, in hand. tell us what we have.
0: We have from the Anchor. What is it? Anchor Brewing Company. Yeah, Anchor. yeah. Okay, so from the Anchor Brewing Company, the Argonaut. Uh, the San Francisco Flying Cloud San Francisco Stout I can do it and I did it you did it good job thanks guys uh, let's drink it he's already drinking it it's the One Bear <laughs> Podcast oh god <laughs>
2: bit like a cigarette. Cigarette. Is that (laughs) what it is?
1: Freshly cut garden hose. fucking Somme over here. (laughs) Those guys were such pricks. Yeah, just last night we all uh, together watched Somme. Somme? Somme, if you will. It's like three or four bros on their journey to become master sommeliers. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's been on there for a while.
0: It's it's a... Is it a documentary? Or yeah, is it
1: documentary. Like okay. Documentary. They actually have a sequel out now too. Yeah. That's what brought it up in our queue was the sequel. I'm like, oh yeah, the first one's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we watched that. And we're well, tell me about it. Um, it's it's like they was saying about like four or five dudes that are best friends that are all have all have a passion for wine. Okay. They live in San Francisco. Actually, fitting. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. and so like not only a passion but really an obsession. And I think the coolest part of that documentary is how you see how much of a toll it takes on everybody around them and their yeah. families like their complete you know adoration and commitment to being the best at tasting wine right like it's it's crazy and I'm not sure like I don't know if I love anything that much <laughs> in my life yeah to dedicate that much to it like they're willing to risk their family their you know wife everything what how though what
0: what was the risk
1: being taken uh, i mean the fact of the matter is you have to they only do it once a year the test this is their life this yeah they this study is from life they study from the time they decide that they want to be masters so there's this like they're already sommeliers in the beginning right uh yeah to a certain degree you can be like an advanced some and then there's a master psalm which is the top of the line
0: and that's what they wanted yeah psalm
1: exactly so yeah it's just it, it's pretty cool i even though it's something that i'm not necessarily interested in personally as as far as wine and stuff goes um, it's just it's just an interesting look at somebody else's complete devotion to something yeah, and probably. i i feel like anybody doing anything that hard is Pretty interesting to watch. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they have to memorize like
2: grape variations, regions, years mm-hmm. of of wine, and there's over three thousand types of grapes. What in Italy? Yeah, yeah. Great vari- variations. Yeah, not sure what that means, but I mean, that's part of the part of the process. Three thousand? Three. I thought there was three. <laughs> Red,
0: green, and then the purple, ones with
2: seeds. Seed, seedless. <laughs> nah, yeah. So it, there's it's crazy. a shitload that they have to memorize and remember, and most of it was just them on like flashcards and obsessing and stressing mm-hmm. out. And yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. You gotta admire that kind of commitment, but at the same time, I don't know if, you know. yeah. well, what
0: about? I mean, you said you wanted to do the thing with yeah, beer. Yeah, we
2: should do one for for beer and become cicerones and then just call the documentary "Sissies." <laughs> oh, nice.
1: How long did it take you to come up with that? Sissy boys. So I Sounds just good. did. I did just now. Just oh, now. Just off the top of your head. Yep, that improv though. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's good. I uh, I urge everybody to check it out.
2: I think
0: the documentaries need, like, every documentary needs a sister documentary to fact check the first documentary. Yeah. You know? Like, how much, like. Whoa, who it... fact checks the sister doc? That's a good question. Then it's just a long line <laughs> of. Who just police the is the policeman? Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Who watches true. the Watchmen. That's true. That's true. Because I was just thinking about like the documentaries that I've seen in the past. Like, Blackfish was a big one mm-hmm. that went viral, and everybody was talking about it, and then the later Dr. on... Dr. Seuss you... story? What? Yes. One
2: fish, two fish, red fish, black
0: fish. Blackfish, yeah. Oh, you got it. Classic, man. It's so dark at the end. No. Uh, what happened with Dr. Seuss, man? He was going down that hole. I mean... It was just... It was just like that 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 hole of depression. He started...
1: Oh, he started spiraling out? During Blackfish? During Blackfish. Oh. Working on the... Anyway. Oh, you're doing the improv. I was... You gotta give us,
2: like, a wink or something. No, you guys gotta be (laughs) up on it, I thought you knew something about Dr. Seuss. No, no. I mean, he's been gone for a while. I was gonna say, yeah, like, what... Okay. He was
0: recently in the news. You guys know the rule with improv, right? Always say yes. Yes and. Exactly. What? That's that's the... Like you said, always say yes. But the rule is yes and. So you agree and then... Riff, keep going. Nah, we need oh,
2: Antonio f- back. <laughs> yeah, come back. Come, bra- come back, Brian. Second yeah. City graduate. I know. he. Isn't that crazy? We know someone from Second City. It
0: is pretty cool. Yeah. Especially if he can parlay that
2: into Superstar. Yeah, Key and Peel were in Second City. Yeah. Stephen Colbert. Lots whole of people. Bunch of, yeah, whole bunch lots
0: of people. of people. Yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. Proud of that guy. Yeah. <sighs> Shout out.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway. anyway <laughs> Blackfish. That's Blackfish.
0: Blackfish. That's a good one. Uh, Super Size Me, that one, you know.
1: You know, but it's funny you mentioned those two first because those are the two that I've heard the most backlash towards. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. As far as not being 100% factual. Right.
0: That's half the reason I brought them up. Mm -hmm. Was just like, I mean, pretty much all these documentaries, like anything that... that, uh, Fahrenheit 9-11. I was just about to say, anything that Michael Moore has come out with, somebody needs to do like a sister documentary just to... I think it would be pretty interesting. I just watched um, this special on Allen Iverson. And it like, I mean, it it touched on like I guess the quote unquote like bad times in his life, mm-hmm. but I mean, it really glossed over. Yeah. Man, they they mm-hmm. didn't even touch on like the rumored alcoholism and like.
1: It was like a WWE documentary, right? It was just like
0: let's let's <laughs> let's gloss over the bad stuff. Let's highlight the good stuff, Really highlight the good stuff.
1: Cut before he murders himself and his entire family. <laughs> right.
0: Oops. Uh. So yeah, something like that where somebody goes back and they go with a uh, with with an. An objective eye Yeah And they're looking at it from Even get somebody who doesn't like the subject mm-hmm. And then they You know Something like that Cause I was I remember watching Super Size Me for example And that was It was amazing watching it Then you find out a couple years later That it's like You know First of all No one's ever gonna eat that much fast food Yeah uh You'd be surprised I mean breakfast Lunch dinner And then they said that like His psychological effects Couldn't be repeated And
2: that You know Yeah I don't. That's that's like an individual thing.
0: Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like the documentary was supposed was posing <clears throat> that this diet could kill you, and these are the effects that it had on me, and this is what could happen to you. But no one could recreate those effects. What do you mean? Like the psychological and the physiological effects that happened to him. Like he gained like.
2: So did someone else eat fifty fast food pounds? For 30 days? I guess
0: they tried to. They were just testing it. From the materials in yeah. the food and all that stuff, the ingredients, and said like, uh-huh. "There's no way that because he was saying he was suffering from depression after eating the food and stuff, and he would get these headaches and just like he was like,
2: "Well, I mean, if you're eating fast food consciously for 30 days straight, and breakfast, lunch, dinner, it's it's just then, yeah, like, I don't want to do crave this. something else other than <laughs> shitty fast food.
1: That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I feel like with documentaries, it's one of the few mediums you go into blindly, sort of expecting the truth." Yeah, Sort of expecting it to be real I mean obviously it's from a certain slant Everybody has their own Sort of objective in making this documentary so Or else they wouldn't would have, have made it Nat Geos.
2: Or Can't lie about Nat no. G- Yeah Peters. yeah I mean
1: that's, that's what a lot of people do Is they stick to like PBS documentaries the Because histories. they're very factually based yeah. uh, But I don't think you should go into any documentary Expecting it to be like a scientific experiment Yeah. You know like you, you can't Hold that to scientific credibility Yeah. So take it with a grain of salt obviously Yeah uh, that kind of reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but back in the day there was this book, uh, Million Little Pieces or something like that. Um, it was like completely blown into the spotlight by Oprah. And it as was, she does. As she does, as she did. Yeah. Um, and it, it was all about basically a the, the dark spiral that this addict fell into. Uh-huh. And uh, you know he goes into these like really deep descriptions of him like losing his teeth and like all this graphic you know disgusting things that he had to do as an addict and him eventually finding hope and recovery and you know he came out as this big advocate for um, you know basically hope for people that are uh, addicts, drug addicts, and you know just trying to find some way out. Mm-hmm. And he was featured on her show and you know this big to do. It turns out. He made a lot of that up, <laughs> huh. and so once that came out, he had to like go to her show again, uh, hat in hand, and wow. like apologize to the public, apologize to everybody that gave he gave hope, who now he basically just shit on. Who,
2: okay, but here, here's a better question: Who's the shithead that exposed it and was like, you know what, this guy's doing something good? I'm gonna blow the top off fuck of this, this guy. guy. Right. Fuck this guy and fuck all these addicts. Well, because there's there's like back to my
0: crack rock. <laughs> there's people who believe that. <laughs> No matter
2: what the consequences, the truth needs the to be The truth exposed. is important
1: above all. Right? Nah.
2: I think, you know, that's why I lie to Adam all the time. Right. Mm. Uh, what? Sometimes you need to protect things. You know, Or if, if something's positive and good, who cares if it's a lie, you know? Yeah. I mean, unless it's really like fucking debilitating and something. Yeah. But I think something like that, if you, you're, you you know, helping addicts and you're helping people, you're giving people hope. Mm-hmm. But
0: you're, you're giving them false hope. I mean, they're finding solace in something, and I guess I got, that's... I
2: got, I'm not going to say it. I don't know what I could say. You could say it. There's a little book. Nah. Ah! don't hurt him. Hammer don't hurt him. Damn! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, well,
1: there's, there's definitely a, uh, a power of faith in mm. these sort of things. Mm-hmm. So if you believe enough, like there is a placebo effect always yeah. And whatever you do so if it gave them hope enough to at least try to get help you know that, that first step if that's all they needed to, to get them on the right track at least Yeah. you know it did a good thing I mean
0: it, it kind of right. I mean it makes you think about like your childhood heroes like Lance Armstrong for instance Yeah. does it take away all, all the-, the good that he did because he cheated
1: no man he had one ball he had one, it's one ball it's amazing mean, come on man
0: yeah and all
1: I mean you can come back from that of course, of course he needed a dope
0: Get one ball What else was he, what was he supposed to do Oh
1: man That's but phantom, like, phantom pain
0: Like uh Like uh <laughs> a Phantom
2: pain Of the one He's just missing that the one, one ball testicle. In podcast
0: <laughs> Uh like uh Like Hulk Hogan That'd Is another great. one
2: That'd be great If you did like Take that in stride Opened up One one ball in podcast One ball in oh, There you go And then just every week 45 minutes to an hour Discussing What it's like to have one Missing a testicle
0: <laughs> And we're back with the One Ball and uh, podcast. I am still missing a testicle.
1: <laughs> Thanks for joining. <laughs> um, you're saying,
0: but yeah, I mean, people like people like that are like uh, Hulk Hogan. I was fallen, saying, heroes. I fallen heroes, fallen yeah. heroes. I mean, does it take away the good that they did? What when, did oh, Jared? What did Jared's a good one? Oh, right. Yeah,
2: Jared Fogel. I yeah. mean, people
0: looked at him and said,
2: "He is a monster. He can though. do it. I can do it." Yeah, you know, but, but those now, are two different things, though. What do you mean? Because you. Well, you know I mean I mean it depends if you're gonna say obesity is like a disease or it's it's something you can consciously control The same well, way no, that people I mean, say addiction is a disease or you can you should be able to consciously control your, I don't
0: I don't your, know if you even have to get that deep with it just people looking at that person and using them as inspiration to get over whatever it is that they need to get over you know I mean obesity even if you believe it's a disease you can still get help quote-unquote for yeah. it and yeah. so if you look to him and say that's
1: he did it I can do it Whatever he did, yeah. eat sandwiches. I mean, in my mind addiction, <laughs> in my mind, addiction is anything that you can define as you not having control over.
2: Yeah. And Jared in, Fogel did not have uh is that his name? Yeah. Fogel. Yeah. He didn't have control over his wiener. That's mm-hmm. true. No, he did not. So he actually he's a disgusting monster that should have been exposed, but it his exposure <laughs> No, not exposed like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah not, not like right, that. Right, right. Shouldn't be, should be exposing himself. He right? uh he was exposed for something completely different, mm-hmm. you know. It wasn't related to the weight loss. Whereas right. the guy that wrote the book, his, okay, I his see ex- what you're saying. His exposure was directly correlated to right. what he was helping. Exactly. I see what you're saying. So if he,
0: if you know,
1: Jared never ate subway sandwiches, right? Or yeah. if he had
0: gotten like surgery or something yeah. instead of having a natural weight loss, right? Yeah. You look like a fraud, right? Whereas I get, I get he's what just you're a saying. monster,
1: yeah. Except now he's a
0: pedophile. No, Rocket okay, pig. no, but that makes sense. I mean, it doesn't take away from what he did physically for himself. And if, I mean, you don't want to look to that guy as a hero, but he th-
2: looks great.
1: <laughs> but prior to that, if he helped people, then that's not, I don't feel discounted because those people could still be healthy and happy. Whereas he is still a filthy All thanks to Jared animal, Fogel,
0: yeah. the molester. There you go.
2: But yeah,
1: okay.
0: In prison, I mean,
2: like, yeah, I did that. But look at all the people that lost weight. Right. <laughs>
0: that's just what he tells everybody who asked him. I mean, of course I did that, but look at me though. I mean I'm so
1: weight I lost. Look stop stop, stop please stop stabbing me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah no I I mean that that makes sense. I mean if you're a guy who wants to get in shape and then the dude you're looking at you know claims that he did it naturally and all are or like women who look to these 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 reality TV stars and say you know look at look at how they've improved their appearance and things like that and you learn that they are yeah. getting surgery in their asses and things like yeah,
2: that. Yeah, I don't get the whole Kylie
1: Jenner thing cuz right. she sells lip gloss and naturally she had no lips.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. Right. And so or
1: or them always photoshopping their Instagram posts and pictures. It's like all right, I mean you're selling me a lie right now. <laughs> yeah. And if I'm a you know a young impressionable girl that wants to look like you, and I don't realize that you only look that way through a computer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be pretty, pretty hurtful when I can't do that. Saw a photo of Kim Kardashian from like 2000 compared to now. Mm. It's a
2: different person. Yeah, I'm sure. A,
0: a good one to look at is
2: Nicki Minaj. Yeah, She's huh. like,
0: that's like a different human being. Like you could put them side by side. Ah, oh, man, it's crazy. It's mm. weird. But I mean, you know, whatever. We're yeah, not gonna I guess, get into the,
2: I guess we're just conditional with what we call people frauds on. I guess that's true. That's true. Because we, especially it's not, if it's a person that you don't want to... It's not like she's doing anything positive, but I guess, you know, her portraying a, a fake body image that's impossible without some sort of augmentation is...
0: Okay. Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, she does have plenty of detractors. It's not as if, it's like, she's going unscathed every time she opens her mouth, people rip her apart for it, so... Who, Kim? Yeah.
1: I mean, the contrarian corner for this conversation is... all those spelled with a K, by the way. Um, Thanks. Mortal Mortal Kombat. Um. For for her case, I think people saying that you know she doesn't do anything positive. Some people would disagree with that because they see her as a uh, a role model in a way of being a successful businesswoman and turning a bad situation good. Yeah. And obviously, like she made her entire family stars. Are you talking about the sex tape? Basically, by having a sex tape,
2: and that's it. So, she is a positive role model because she turned her sex tape into something beneficial for her? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Ain't that
0: America? Positive positive in business. Not as a person that you should look up to. Maybe not ethically. Right, right. But business-wise, I mean... It's yes. true. I mean, she did parlay a sex tape into a billion-dollar business. It's
2: very difficult to do that when your father is a millionaire. I mean, it's what 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 did what did Bruce Jenner no, help Bruce. her with? What were you talking about? The original Kardashian. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. her oh, actual. Oh, the 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 lawyer. Yeah, Robert yeah, Robert Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, you could throw enough money on anything, and it'll. You could promote yourself into a positive image.
0: <clears throat> well,
2: eh. I wouldn't say that. She's promoting herself into a positive
0: image, but what did she do that was positive? Nothing. I'm not saying she did. I'm saying I'm saying that people could look at her and say that she, well she made herself a fashion icon, I think. Right.
1: Fashion she icon. Did.
0: She's, you know, she she parlayed her stardom into reality TV success, the mobile apps, the clothes, I mean, I mean, say what you will, like,
2: but it's
1: not like she's sitting there writing the apps, the code for the apps. Of herself. course not. No, no, she's look, putting her name on shit. So she, but she has a personality that people. She are, has a personality. I, I <laughs> guess, but I mean, people <laughs> people I seem guess. to like what she does, or if not like, at least be you know like interested in watching. Because right. if that wasn't the case, then that show wouldn't have gone anywhere, right? You know, right. maybe it's really talented editors that make her, her and her family look interesting, but it's worked for the have past you ever ten years. An
0: episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians.
1: Have you kept up with the Kardashians? At, at even Adam, the, shut your mouth. For a couple
0: minutes. <laughs> I watched about 15 minutes, 20 minutes of an episode. I was just going through the channels, and then it was like the best of, and I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Best of. Irony. <laughs> uh, and I was like, okay, I could watch this, because this will give me a taste of like, this is their opinion, like the best scenes from the mm-hmm. show itself. Greatest hits. And, Volume uh, 1. Yeah, and it was... Oh, sorry, it was, greatest uh, And one mixtape, and then it's just rob and fucking bruce jenner it's caitlin sorry caitlin um and yeah i mean you know it's it's exactly what you think it is yeah you know so if you if you have any preconceived notions of the show you're right yeah (laughs) there's uh, what i saw was they were at (coughs) they were at some beach and she loses kim loses like a, like a pearl earring in the ocean. Oh, just she has just a loses it. Meltdown. Yeah.
1: I mean, I didn't see that. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, uh, so I mean, it's man. you know, you can look at it and say, yeah. I mean, what what does she do positive for the a community, any community, or women, little girls who look to her? But then again, I mean, like like Adam was saying, I mean, she parlayed her. You know, some people would, most people would say, "shitty personality" into billion-dollar success.
2: I mean, first off, is that the first thing you think of when you think Kim K? Like, oh yeah, she's a great businesswoman. And I two, don't... she took her shitty personality. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and that's, but that's also <laughs> that's also an objective or, uh, or subjective. Like, we're not. It's yeah, not like some we people, keep up with the Kardashians. Some people, you know. some
1: people love them. Yeah. Some people legitimately like charming, love them. They're charming.
0: They're a cute family. They're just like us, except for really, really rich.
1: Yeah. They're I mean, normal.
0: Yeah.
2: They're not normal. <laughs> they have no idea what normal is. I don't know. I think people really. There's like those certain. I would love to see a show where they have to live like normal people.
0: They did that with the fucking. Uh...
2: Three bedroom house, two bathroom <laughs> um... in the neighborhood. <sighs>
0: What is that show called? It's good. The Simple Life, I think. No,
1: not the Simple Life, but
0: some show with uh, uh, um, Nicole Richie and and Paris Hilton. That was
1: Simple Life, wasn't it?
0: Was that what it was called? I I think so.
1: Yeah.
0: And they just did like odd jobs and they were just like, I can't, my nails. And that was basically the show for half an hour. Like milking a cow. I can't, my nails. That's right. That was basically it. That's not normal life, though. No, you're right. We don't milk cows. So you're saying just strip them of all their riches, give them a like you said a three bedroom. Yeah, make house. them work a nine to five. Man, I think that that'd be. Inter- I would
2: watch that. I would watch that. I'd watch the first episode. Nothing else. Mm. Yeah,
0: take somebody who is like a billionaire and make them work at like McDonald's
2: and like make them work a week. I think Justin Bieber would be a good candidate because he's been rich since he was a kid. Yeah, he yeah. has no idea what anything. Yeah,
0: but he's he's another example. You know that people people. Use him as as a good launching off point for their for their hatred for society, and it's like, I mean, what what did that kid do? I mean, he's a shitty twenty something year old, but everybody was shitty. When they're, <laughs> and they're Not and, Justin
2: Bieber, shitty.
1: Weren't I we mean, all?
0: what what did he really? I mean, he's a little douche. Well, who cares? People really want to use him as their like satellite, their North Star for for what's Hate. wrong with society. Hatred. There. I mean, the kid. What it, he posted his video on YouTube and got signed off of that. He
1: sing about baby. <laughs>
0: he sing about
1: baby. It's a good song.
0: Like what? What? Why wouldn't you, as an aspiring singer, wouldn't you like aspire to not be like him, but have that kind of success? Just post your like that's what kids do all the time now. YouTube is littered with that uh-huh. shit now.
1: Yeah, it's just Man. like hopes of being
0: discovered. Old shitty videos and people doing covers of songs that came out yesterday. Yeah.
1: Ugh. Anyway, right. Well, I uh, I feel like we've been pretty critical about some people, so let's talk about some more criticism. Right. Good criticism, bad
0: criticism. Who decides what is and what
1: isn't? The internet does. Uh, exactly. Apparently,
0: we. I think. I think we could call ourselves critics. I think we, we definitely critique things. We Definitely <laughs> do. I was. I was at one point an aspiring critic. I was. I was actually a critic on a website. So. Yeah. That I did do that. It's fun. It's yeah. fun to just sit there and... Pick something apart. Pick it apart, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want to be... What did you review? It. Bathroom products? Bathroom products, yes. Uh, not, not just bathroom products, but bathrooms themselves. That's bathrooms. right, yeah. Uh,
1: German blow-up dolls. Uh,
0: German blow-up dolls. Mouth wide open.
1: Flashlights.
0: Yeah, that was that was a good time. That was a good time. I got free ones. They were used, but, uh-huh. but they were good. They were good. What Very else? Big. Uh...
1: I can't I can't remember
2: grape variations
1: Well, I only did the three <laughs> so I wasn't very good at that uh, a product called Mein Sphincter it's also
0: German Mein sphincter that was good That was a weird couple of days mm. It's a weird week. Start anyway like it. To, get <laughs> to, <the> point, <laughs> to get to the point to get to the the crux of this there it is um Uncharted 4 is out yeah. and people are loving it pretty much I'm a people rave
1: reviews he's Adam good. is a people and he's, he's
0: loving it have you got into it a little yeah, bit yeah of course Dave? a little bit yeah actually I, I beat it <laughs>
1: yeah I'm the one of the three of us that is, has beaten it so far yeah. and yeah way to go I uh, hey you're a regular
2: Kardashian in your achievements you. thank keeping you, up you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no keeping up with you there's no
1: keeping up no I just want to I want to revise my uh, my other <laughs> claim from I think it was the episode before or the one before that even I, think I was making it about himself again mm-hmm. go ahead Adam <sighs> my review in progress was a 9.5 yeah, after beating it, I would give it a ten. Wow, I, I thought he was going to go down, but he actually. I thought it was going to say the same. So it. you
0: okay? Perfect
1: game. Not a perfect game. Well, then it's not a ten, Adam. As good as that, <laughs> as as good as a game can be right now. That's all I'm saying. I I mean, it has some small flaws, but I think it is exactly what it set out to be. It is just a, a beautiful game, a fun game, which is very important too, um, and just if me as a fan of Uncharted and having played those games all of them you get so much out of it and I feel like they couldn't have ended it on a better note yeah. the way that they ended it's a very very good satisfying ending and I don't feel like we have enough satisfying endings in games Yeah. a lot of times it's like a cliffhanger or some like a stupid boss battle or something but I, I really enjoy the way they ended this game Yeah. Um, I'm not going to tell you anymore
0: no you won't no
1: because you're still playing it and I
0: <clears throat> am playing Keeping Up with the uh, Nathan Drake uh, <laughs> Keeping part,
1: up with the
2: Nathan, Nathan Drake. Part one
0: through three. Keeping so. up with the
2: Drakes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. once yeah, Francis yeah. Drake. So,
0: so once I do that, sir. Then I'll be on the you know I'll be up with everybody else. But anyway, yeah, I'm mm-hmm.
2: playing it too. Oh, what's my uh, rolling review? Yeah, you want to give one? Eight point five. Eight point five, really? Eight point five.
0: Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> know why? He said that like mm. you know why? why
2: stick the landing? I don't like the shooting mechanics. Ooh. Okay.
0: I saw a little bit of him playing uh some shooting parts it is not
2: i don't know if it's it's always been that problem with me you know they're great games great stories pacing character the voice acting everything's great yeah the shooting is what i dislike the most yeah or probably the only thing i dislike it's i don't know not as responsive as i want it to maybe i should play with the sensitivity a little bit because yeah i don't know i'm not as accurate as i should be just saying (laughs) And I'm, well I mean PC I'm, Master I'm pretty is. good yeah. I'm pretty I good I will say I've played a lot of shooters in my time I'm pretty good <laughs> it's gonna be great I've played good. the best shooters the, the shooters he's
1: played all the all the shooters but you would knock it down that much
2: yeah cause it takes it away cause I wanna go on just a fucking spree and I can't snap because oh, the shooting is not that great uh-huh. yeah. okay that's big time we'll come back to that Ruse my momentum <clears throat> that's a
0: lot of points
2: it is it is
0: I mean, that's I mean, a full point st- down from him, and then still, we went up to ten.
2: I mean, still got a long way to go, though. Yeah, yeah. So, Star yeah. could bring it back up. You never know. Yeah.
1: yeah, I want you to try a little bit of multiplayer too. You know, see how that feels. Yeah, see how get a feels get a full. I'm not doing what you tell me. All right. <laughs> anyway, get yep. some multiplayer though. <laughs> rolling
0: review: eight point five. Full review: ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been pretty much where it's you know lived and died on on you know most critics reviews 8.5 to 10 that's pretty
1: much exactly where it's right
0: so uh it's not like you guys are too far off from the consensus there is one man who was
1: (laughs) far off from the consensus uh i gotta look it up i think his name is michael thompson i believe what who did he write for uh washington post i want to say Yep, 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 Um Yes, Washington Post, and yep, his name's Michael Thompson.
0: So Michael Thompson from the Mo- Washington Post. Formerly of
1: IGN.com, uh, he used to have a section called the Contrarian Corner, All Right. just as background information. All
0: right. And that should help you kind of hone in on where we're going with this. He was the contrarian to the consensus that this is one of the best games ever made, Um the review that he gave it was not scored, but when they sent the score to Metacritic, the almighty aggregate, uh, they gave it a four out of 10, which drastically skews the rating that probably would have been hovering around like a nine, 9.5 Then you get, cause the way that, that Metacritic works like, you're going if you if you go on the, the webpage, like you keep scrolling down as mm-hmm. people give it reviews, and then it'll go all the way down to four. Right. And then you go, Whoa. Where's this is how way out. Yeah, this is like really And uh, <clears throat> the internet's did not like this man being a contrarian to one of the greatest games ever made. Um, and they've been ripping him apart for it. And it begs the question about video game criticism and criticism as a whole how necessary is it how necessary is the number review should people just give a review just just write a review mm-hmm. and then just or should or should publications even review things in the first place or should they just say you know just buy the game and you do what you want with you the figure
1: scene? it out
2: i mean why don't you just pick a source that you trust listen to them and then make your own decision yeah
1: or even a specific editor you know, okay like... well
0: all right let's backtrack for a second first do you think that criticism let's just stick it with video game criticism when i want to go all the way into music and movies and all that stuff but video game criticism how necessary do you believe it is for the industry itself do you use video game criticism ratings reviews to dictate what you're gonna buy and how necessary do you think it is?
2: Yes and no. With proper research, I guess. Yeah, you use. I use Polygon now. Yeah, because IGN is is bought. Yeah, I don't know about. I don't know.
1: I don't know about that claim. I don't know. You don't know. No. Oh, there's maybe. there's some editors in there I still trust. IGN. In. Yeah.
2: The only reason you like those editors is because they look like you, Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you
0: got your peoples in there.
2: <laughs> no, I think by far Polygon is the most objective uh, of the reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I listen to them. I look up other reviews on Steam. I look at the community reviews yeah. and you know
1: user reviews. And all that.
2: I think that's probably the best way to do it because on a Steam page, it's just, it's just user reviews, and they give you an overall score. Are most people liking this game? Or are most people hating this game? Is it a mixed review? And then now they've added a new, um, a new feature where it's most recently reviewed, like. The overall most recent. Yeah. So a lot of people go on there and they'll just trash a game because an update broke it or something mm, like that, and right. they, you know they'll tear it to shreds. So let's show overall most recent overall. Right. And through that, it's either overwhelmingly negative, mixed, positive, overwhelmingly positive, uh, mostly positive type some that type mm-hmm. of shit. Right. So I think those types of reviews are what I use to gauge a game. Plus, yeah. you got to take it into your own account. You can't just completely rely on someone. If you hate. You know JRPGs and someone says, gives it a fucking 9 and you play it, but you hate JRPGs, it's not going to be a 9 to you. Right.
1: No, you're right. Which is why I don't really think tearing into this guy is really necessary. Well, now, I'll, I'll get to how I feel about reviews as well, but just as a rebuttal, in a way. Um, the issue that people had, I mean, other than just blindly going in and going, Uncharted 4 is a masterpiece, <laughs> how dare he? Is because... This guy has been known like he had a, a, a an article called contrarian corner for a reason. Like uh he trashed Dark Souls. He trashed uh Red Dead Redemption in the past. And like these mm. well-known like how can you dislike this thing game? He just finds a way to be a contrarian. That's his thing. Yeah. You know. And in this one in particular, he didn't even really talk about uncharted 4 as much as he talked about his distaste for the uncharted franchise right just period and he said that they're not pretty but they're gaudy uh you know they're just like i don't know he like he went in on the on the game as a series as opposed to the game itself and that leads a lot of people to think that he didn't even consider the game itself like he just he wrote this article after playing maybe five minutes and said fuck it I, I don't like this at all. Right. Let me write this angry article and get my contrarian you know clickbait article up. Um, so a lot of people are upset at him for doing that and not having a fair review and not giving reasons why he gave it that... I mean, he didn't give it that low of a score because, again, like you said, Marco, he didn't give it a score, but the fact that he was so negative on it, that he didn't give it any actual reasons. He right. just said, I hate this. Yeah. Which is a sign to me that that's not a good reviewer. It's not a good writer period you know you have to give reasoning behind your feeling give it to him Adam so like I on the other hand think that reviews are important to any art Mm -hmm. any art that is worth its merit has somebody that will critique the art Mm -hmm. you know movies music uh, paintings you know like everybody has uh, their opinion of it and the fact that it's a big enough medium that an important enough medium that we feel the need to openly critique these things means it is valuable to us. Mm-hmm. You know, we have it's worth having feelings behind. You know, so I think it's important, and I think it, I think it is a good sign for the medium as a whole
2: mm-hmm. that
1: it's seen in that light. Um, but on the other hand, if this guy actually gave his two cents on the game and, you know, wrote a coherent article about why he disliked it. Like, if he was like David and said, listen, I hate the mechanics of this game. Mm. It didn't work for me. It never did. And it continues to disappoint me. Yeah. The story was fine, whatever. I'm not into it. Didn't like it. 4 out of 10. If he said that, I mean, like, okay, that's fine. I understand your point of view. Right. People will still be mad, but they would have less of a reason to be upset. Because, in my mind, if you don't like something, let's say, you know... And, I mean, this is, like, the defense that IGN always has for reviews that people say, oh, well, you just bought that review. Clearly, they gave you some money. Or or the opposite, where they really love the game and they trash it and they go, well, looks like the check didn't come in the mail. <laughs> um, I, I mean, like, the easiest response to that is that people have different opinions for stuff. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. People have a different opinion. If you don't agree with that opinion, and maybe it's not the common opinion, that's okay. Like, that is your opinion. That is the editor's opinion. That's their right to have a different opinion than you. Yeah. You look up their past reviews, you look up their likes and dislikes, and if you don't trust it, then you don't follow them. Or you do the opposite and you go, you know what, he didn't like it, so I'm gonna try it because I know I like games that he doesn't. Right. Or he or she, you know, like
0: You're asking a lot of people nowadays. Yeah, I <laughs> so, guess so. so. That's a lot of research for people to do. I think if if I think the over I think the, the larger problem here is how much controversy was brewed from his not giving it a good review. You know, like people, you, I, they were, uh, what was it? The the, the Battlefront, Battlefront, um, CEOs at DICE, they were talking about um, the game itself and why it didn't receive a uh, single player mode. Mm-hmm. This is actually pretty interesting. Did oh, you read that? Yeah. Did you read about this? I, I no. actually, I saw that, yeah. So, the reason that they didn't have a single player mode was they actually did have a single player mode and they cut it out so that they could get the, the game out in time with The Force Awakens. Hmm. And so...
2: Because that's important.
0: Right. I mean, it did have a larger impact. The game sold like 11 million copies or something crazy well. like that. It did really well. And I think it piggybacked off of, you know, the movie coming out. Although, I mean, they could have just put the game out whenever they wanted right. and people would have bought it. I mean, it's a fucking movie. Star Wars. Yeah. It's Battlefront. It, yeah. it, it, it works on its own...
1: Merit, yeah. I mean, you could wait until the DVD release if you really needed to, yeah, right? And it's that. not even relevant to episode seven, right? It right. doesn't, it has nothing to do with it's it. Suffice to say, it's not yeah. a good reason for them to have no. cut it out. And they're trying to get on the fervor, but That's all it was. to was uh,
0: to, to the point, fervor. Um, the CEO was talking about how, uh, yeah, we know that the lack of depth in the game affected its score. You know, are we happy about the 75 Metacritic score? Of course not. But, you know, going forward, we're going we're gonna to do what we can to kind of improve that. We're going we're gonna to piggyback off of that and do what we can to make the sequel better or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it struck me as really interesting that a CEO of a company is online looking at Metacritic. He's probably not physically doing it. Some assistant brings the numbers to him. But he knows that he has a 75 on Metacritic. I think that's the problem. Is that he even gives a shit about an aggregate? You know what I'm saying? Like, you put the game out. If you sell a ton of copies and people, the people who are buying it like it, shouldn't that be the only thing that matters? I mean, like with Call of Duty, for instance. Those those games, I mean, say for IGN, uh, they get they they get average to good reviews eh, to varying degrees. Some of their games have come out and people just absolutely like Black Ops. It's got probably near perfect reviews. But I don't think I was gonna um, say
1: like it, from what I've seen, a lot of the uh, Call of Duty games get yeah, they get good they get pretty reviews. They pretty get good. They get pretty good reviews.
0: I think it's more of the consumer who don't has
1: like. to say with it. Who Michael Thompson? Mm, I don't. I don't even know if he reviews that. <laughs> it's too busy but, playing pong or something. I don't know.
0: But the the games sell well, and they have you know a place in gaming, and people love it. The community, the gaming community buy those games and they love those games but then we end end up with call of duty though right i yeah and so you know they're not going to push anything forward because they don't give a shit about the criticism and that's i guess kind of where you know how important is criticism really i mean you put you put it out maybe a publication hates it but if 11 million people buy it i mean that's what happened with battlefront i mean it's got a 75 so it's got average to okay reviews and yet you know, probably like twenty million at this point bought the game. Yeah, and still man. play it. It's still got a. It's got a very large online community, right. a dedicated community. So at the at that point, it's like that's what I'm saying. Like, why does the CEO even give a shit? Yeah, it's perception. I think. Why wouldn't you want a CEO to give a shit? I, I to give a shit about criticism. Of uh, Like the score on an aggregate website yeah. as opposed to how people how actual people feel about his game If everyone was saying that it was shit, and he didn't sell any rec or records If he didn't <laughs> sell any copies of the game any units, then he should care about that But if if he has a large successful game that's out And they're still putting DLC and people are buying the DLC because they're fans of the game or they want it to be better or whatever That should be the thing that matters to him. The 75 on Metacritic, I don't think, it's just interesting that he would even acknowledge it. You usually don't see important people like that even acknowledging aggregate websites or critics or criticism. Only in a very vague, broad way do they address criticism. It was interesting to me to see somebody actually say, yeah, that 75 on Metacritic bothers me. You You don't usually see that.
2: Well, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, that he that he acknowledges yeah. that and that he yeah, cares about that. Because why wouldn't you want a game that's getting hundreds? Oh yeah, of course you do. I mean, it's important. You're getting an OK score, and most of the fucking games probably go get sold off word of mouth. But let's. Did you buy an actual copy or did you download it? Me? Yeah, I downloaded it. Right, are you going to return it if you don't like it?
1: I don't have the choice. Exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> True. Okay, I see what you're saying.
1: No, yeah, I mean, I see what you did. There. Not only that, but we just maybe last episode talked about our displeasure with. The overall experience of that game, like the the fact that it's just you need the DLC now to be able to enjoy it, and the fact that it's been so thin has kept us from playing it more often than we would normally do that. So I feel like we are a representation of that seventy-five. I
0: I, I feel like I mean I'm I'm speaking from the perspective of idea
1: for a review.
0: I I feel like I'm I'm speaking from the perspective of like. I guess people who, it, it's always the people who do shitty things that go, ah, criticism, critics don't matter, you know? Yeah. And so they put out a bad album and you go, ah, fuck the critics. It's like, nah, you just put it's out a shitty album. for the people, man. Yeah. And so, I mean, for me personally, for instance, like if I put out an album and like people hated it, I, I'd be like, fuck, this sucks. You know, <laughs> I, I, it. of course I would want I like perfect <laughs> reviews or at least, you know, fours fours out of fives something (laughs) like that to let but but I mean put out
2: an album and review it yourself
0: (laughs) I guess I guess it's the artist or the the game makers it's they get that validation from good reviews Mm -hmm. and it's like is that necessary I don't think it's necessary for their overall success I guess it does help to continue that franchise and things like that and I mean I think it's fun that the guy would be so contrary and I like. I I thought it was interesting that people were so up in arms about it. Although, like you said, it could have been more well written. Yeah, on that same
1: better. I'm better. 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 better, better, better. Um, on that same note, I mean, I, I people that are really upset. This, like, do you work for Naughty Dog? Why why are you so angry yeah. right now? Like, it's fine. That guy can but, have his opinion. Okay, it's I all guess
0: right. I guess that's where <laughs> I'm going with this. Is that people were so upset because. What he did was he ruined the aggregate.
1: He messed up Metacritic. That's that's an imaginary number on the internet. That's
0: what I'm saying. It's like it can be a ten
1: out of ten in your heart. We all know that it's a good game, right? Yes. Like
0: I mean, it's getting generally universal acclaim. Yeah. And so this one guy on there, people are like really upset that he messed up the aggregate. And yeah. I
2: was like who gives a it's shit? This, no, this is the the lifelong internet comment, yeah. like argument. Like right. you have an opinion and it's wrong, right. and I'm upset. Bye. It doesn't fucking
1: matter. No. But yeah, I mean, that's that's been going on since <laughs> it's been born, Marco. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess uh, it that's it true. got so big that Troy Baker, the voice actor for Sam, yeah. <laughs> yeah. actually like got into the fray himself, yeah. to get that guy his uh, review off of Metacritic. <laughs> So. It's still on there. I just checked oh yeah, it. yeah. That. Well, they're yeah. not. They're
0: not. I, I, I hope that they don't
1: take nah, it off. Nah, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, on. unless
0: it's a joke review, you leave it on there. Yeah. And if and even if he is trying to find things that are wrong with the game, he found things that were wrong with the game in his opinion.
1: Yeah. He's I mean, pe- this
0: company, this news this 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 newspaper, they pay him to review stuff. Right. Even if it's not good reviews, they pay this guy to. So obviously, somebody cares about this dude's opinion. Yeah. He can't be the only person who didn't like the game.
1: I'm sure there are people that don't like it, but he's the only editor or reviewer.
0: Right, he's the only person of note who didn't like it.
1: Right, his one matters, Marco. Yeah. That's the problem. Um, it yeah. shouldn't,
0: it's sh- I don't know, I don't think it, I, don't, I think, I guess it should and it shouldn't. I like criticism, I like criticizing things, but at the same time, it's like I don't know, maybe people think it's a little they, they take the shit too seriously. Yeah.
1: Well, the, the thing that I think uh, is important to remember with indie games in particular it's it's not necessarily the critics that make or break those but I, you know a little bit to a degree Yeah, but it's also the people that are like us that are just on the internet that are talking about things that are just uh, commenters on things and uh, you know the, the the people that are showing the game and how much fun the game is or you know talking about it and just and being enthusiasts I feel like are a growing uh, a growing and powerful Section of the video game and criticism and anything industry the yeah. entertainment industry, you know Because we all have a voice now and we can share that and I think that's important for the smaller things in particular not necessarily uncharted But maybe an indie game You know you an see it game? online I think or, we
2: uh, I think we reviewed a review just now.
0: Yeah, I think so <clears throat> All right. Well, let's review this beer gentlemen the Flying Cloud San Francisco stout from the Argonaut connect collection Argonaut. Argonaut. Anchor brewing. Anchor <clears throat> brewing. What did you guys think? Still sticking with the cigarette? <laughs>
1: no. It's <a> real stouty stout. <laughs> stouty stout. I liked it. It's been a while, I think, since we've had like a real big boy stout. Yeah. I mean if we've had stouts, they're usually like milk stouts, smoother stouts, coffee
0: stouts, yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm.
1: So Maybe that's why
0: yeah that's I mean I guess that's what I was expecting from this and mm-hmm. didn't get that and was weirded out at a little, first
1: a little harsher than the stouts that we're used to yes but a traditional stout mm-hmm. I feel
0: enjoyable taste
2: yeah yeah it was the first couple sips that I wasn't feeling
0: mm-hmm. you get into it
2: it's good I do yeah. <laughs> that's how they uh, smell that's like how they, the songs. They, t- they tilt the glass completely <laughs> sideways and put it in one stick nostril stick their nose no I mean this only fits on oh okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> they also slurp like this oh this the worst. That's yeah. That's gross. That's yeah. Gross. Can everybody can everybody hear that? Uh, thanks. Yep.
0: Give it a number because that's what we do here as, as critics of beer. I'm
2: gonna give this. I'll give it a four. Mm. We'll give it a four. Mm. Wait. Mm. Jeez. Got to
1: aerate it, man. I feel you. Yeah, I'll stick with a four. Yeah. Adam? Four. It's good. It's a, it's a stouty stout. If you mm-hmm. like stouts, get the stout. Mm-hmm. Get the stout
0: because you like stouts. Get the stout, get out. I'm also giving it a four, and I'm going to get out. Yeah. This has <laughs> been the One bearing Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for the uh, Deportes con David. Mm-hmm. Hola. and eh, si, oh, claro.
2: Of <laughs> Give me I something, she, man. I get I, yeah, that. We'll go with that. <laughs> <Adios mio. laughs> <of flaco>. uh, <laughs> I Dios
0: mio. Obesious, a flaco. Ironically. Thank you guys. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Have a good night. And drink this delicious beer. Yeah.